0: speaking radio this is episode number 16 our topic today is the basics I'm your host dr. Laura Penn professional speaker coach industry disruptor and founder of the leadership speaking school we're based in Switzerland and we train global leaders and change makers how to speak in public to find out more about the work we do to transform leaders go ahead and visit our website at www.theleadershipspeakingschool.com. that's all one word, dot com. Now let's get straight into our topic. Today, I want to get down into the basics. And to prime you for this, I'm going to play you a little musical interlude. Check it out. Do, re, mi. (laughs) Okay. I recently had the privilege of watching The Sound of Music again. I just love this idea of starting at the very beginning. I was inspired by watching the movie. The inspiration is about how can I serve you right now in this crazy time that we're living in where our world is disrupted, where work is disrupted, where everything that we consider to be normal is disrupted. I want to love you up and give you some material to help you to up-level and upskill in your leadership speaking. And I want to start at the very beginning, the very best place to start. Whether you are new to the world of public speaking or whether you've been doing it for a while, this is a series right now that I'm jumping into that will help you to improve yourself as a speaker. The tools that I'm going to be talking to you about come from the Leadership Speaking Toolbox. And they are a collection of the best speaking tips and techniques out there. And by the way, this is much more than your average lists of do's and don'ts. This is a deep dive into the wild and amazing nooks and crannies related to leadership speaking, which will help you to survive and thrive when you speak in front of audiences. So this is going to be about everything from providing practical tips for how to create content, to highlighting ways to beat stage fright, to helping you learn the art of rehearsal. These tools are your guide into the wide and wonderful world of effective public speaking. And you should know that the skills to become a better speaker are yours to learn and master. Gaining proficiency will require examination and repeat listening of the tools that I'm going to be telling you about and the tools that you are already aware of. I like to say that mastery is available to anyone who is willing to get on the path and stay on it. It takes effort. It takes grit. It takes a mindset of rolling your sleeves up and let's get to work. Let's get this done. Remember that in order to improve, leadership speaking like any other skill like playing tennis or reciting Shakespeare or dancing the tango, needs to be practiced often. Make your motto, stage time, stage time, stage time. Because the more that you find yourself on stage, practicing your skills, learning from your mistakes, and striving to improve your speaking abilities, the better you're going to get. Take every opportunity you get to speak in front of audiences. And especially now, folks, when we are all doing these virtual conversations, this is stage time. Use it, learn, develop, and thrive. So let's get into our first basics right here. I want to talk to you about the three pillars of public speaking. This is ground zero. This is where everything comes from. And in order to understand and appreciate this, let's take this back to its origins. We're going to go to Greece, where Aristotle was walking around and doing a lot of talking about speaking. He is credited with saying that in order for a speaker to be effective, they have to be doing three things at the same time. And I'm going to call these ideas pillars. The first pillar represented by Aristotle is that. In order for a speaker to be effective, they must have ethos. For those of you who speak Greek out there, you know what this word means. It means character. And it refers to the trustworthiness or the credibility of the speaker. According to Aristotle, the more credible a speaker appears, the more believable and convincing they are. So it matters that you have this ethos. And as a speaker, you need to be creating this atmosphere of credibility for yourself. It shows up in what you look like, how you walk, how the sound of your first words when you open your lips to speak sound. It also shows up in your introduction. How are you introduced by someone else? What are they saying about you? And a tip I love to give is always, always, always write your own introduction. Don't have other people do this for you and and hope that they get the right information in there. And then when they don't get the right information, prepare to cringe, because you could have controlled that situation by writing your own introduction, including all the things that you want the audience to know about who you are, why you have the authority to talk about what you're talking about, and what it is they're going to get out of the conversation that you're about to have with them. So ethos is pillar number one. The second pillar, and these aren't in any particular order, by the way, they're just what they are. There are three of them. The second one I want to tell you about, which Aristotle is credited with talking about and revealing, is the pillar of pathos. You might recognize the root of the word pathos, patho. And we hear it in words like pathological, pathogen. It means suffering in Greek. And when it relates to speaking, this refers to the extent to which the speaker appeals to the emotions of their audiences. Ideally, a speaker's pathos should cause an audience to feel what the speaker feels. And this is such an ignited idea. So much of good speaking is about revealing your emotional connection to what you're talking about. And this is revealed through your presence, through your voice, through your body language... Through your audience connection, that reveals your emotional connection, also known as your pathos to the audience. And this supercharged pillar is a really powerful one to think about related to how you're showing up in your speaking. The third pillar is the pillar of logos. Logo means word in Greek. And it refers to the internal consistency of the message, the clarity of the claim, and the logic of its reasons. Basically, does what you are saying make sense? Can the audience follow what you're saying? Is there a logical construction to your message? That's logos. These are the basics, folks. The three pillars of effective speaking. Ethos, pathos, logos. Every good speaker out there is igniting All three of these pillars, and they are working together in harmony. The ethos is switched on, the pathos is switched on, and the logos is switched on, making what they are saying and how they are saying it live in the hearts and minds of their audience. When you understand these three ideas, you start to think more about how you're showing up in your ethos. How credible are you in your topic, and how do you reveal that to your audience? in how you move, in how you speak, in how many pauses you take, in how much authority you have? How do you show up in your pathos? What are you doing to create an emotional connection with your audience? Are you listening to yourself when you're speaking? Hearing yourself say things like, it was the happiest day of my life. And if you are hearing it, you wouldn't say it that way. You'd say it was the happiest day of my life. You need to be congruent. What you say needs to be what you feel. What you feel needs to be what you say. That's how your audience connects to you. That's how they relate to what you're talking about, by living it through you. Are you doing that? Are you showing up that way and being vulnerable, delivering your true feelings? All this is about context too, folks. So I'm talking about when it's right, when it's appropriate. And when you feel in your gut that this is what you want to be doing, this is how you show up as your authentic self, when you can open this way and reveal your emotional connection to what you're talking about. How about your logos? How are you showing up in the structure of what you're talking about, in the order of the message? Is your content created with logos? Is there logic? Does it make sense? Can the audience follow you? Or do you leave them wondering, why are they talking about that? And that doesn't make any sense. You need to be thinking about all three of these pillars in order to be showing up as the best version of yourself as a speaker. Related to the basics, besides these three pillars given to us by Aristotle, is understanding that public speaking is a performing art. You see, Aristotle's three pillars, they represent the classical formula for public speaking underlining the importance of speaker credibility and emotionally stirring logical messages. However, public speaking does not occur through these elements alone. Public speaking is a performing art, just like acting, singing, and dancing. A speaker's art, I like to say, is the effective delivery of the spoken word. To be successful, a speaker has to master the skills of creating a compelling speech, writing it, creating that good content but also the double layer is of performing it in front of an audience so it's interesting when I say this to people that public speaking is a performing art half of the people in the audience I can see them cringe I can see them tense in their shoulders I can see that they're uncomfortable when I say it like this but I'm gonna say it like it is right here I want you to be thinking of public speaking as the performing art that it is. Am I saying, you know, be larger than yourself and inflate your voice and speak like you're doing a Shakespearean tragedy? No. But I am saying, understand that public speaking is a craft and there is a toolbox related to this craft. And the more you know this craft, the more you know how to navigate through this toolbox, the more you can be showing up, connecting and delivering messages that live in the hearts and minds of the people that you're talking to. When you think of public speaking as a performing art, think of the effort that should go into your creation of your content and of your delivery of that content. It blows my mind when I hear about leaders who, you know, wing it. They don't have a lot of preparation time because they've got busy schedules, so they are looking at their notes just a few hours beforehand, and off they go. Or people who rely on their PowerPoint slides, and they look at the PowerPoint slide more than they're looking at the audience, disconnecting from their audiences. Or people who have a high-stakes talk, And they don't do any rehearsals for that talk until maybe a day or two in advance of that talk. Those people are not honoring that public speaking is a performing art. When you understand this point of view, and if you're lucky enough to have had performing arts experiences, you will understand how valuable and essential rehearsal is. You will know how to rehearse. You will know that it is through rehearsal that you arrive at a place of comfort. Where you can show up on stage, online, live, in the interview, in the podcast, in the presentation that you're giving. Whatever you're doing, you can show up relaxed because you know the content so well through your own rehearsals. You see, that's the differentiator here between a person who's an amateur speaker and who doesn't know that these are the elements of speaking and a person who knows what these elements are, who are aware of the fact that public speaking is an art form, is a craft, is a performing art, who are aware of the details of Aristotle's three pillars, and who serve those details richly, generously. So these are the basics, folks. This is page one of understanding the mindset that you should have related to public speaking. And by the way, when I say leadership speaking, I do interchange the two things, leadership speaking, public speaking. Leadership speaking is an elevated form of public speaking where the speaker is consciously connecting with their audiences. They are making choices using the tools in the leadership speaking toolbox that will serve them the best in order to make those connections. Does that make sense? That's what leadership speaking is. So as you hear me, I'll say leadership speaking, I'll say public speaking, I'll say speaking. It's speaking in front of audiences we're talking about. And in this context with me here as your host, about an elevated form of speaking. So this is the ground floor understanding of what leadership speaking is. Now that you know this, I want you to start paying attention to other people that you see speaking. Watch them. Learn from how they are showing up. Think to yourself, what is their ethos? What is their pathos? Are they making an emotional connection through their words and how they are talking about this subject? Am I feeling what they're feeling? What is their logos? Start to see public speaking as the performing art that it is through this new lens. Start to appreciate where this is happening and where it's not happening. And when you have that worldview, when you're looking at other people doing it, then look inwards and think to yourself, how am I showing up? What's my ethos? What's my pathos? What's my logos? Am I honoring that this is a performing art? Am I rehearsing? Am I elevating myself, putting real skin in the game, and making this the best thing I've ever done? So start thinking that way, and you will begin the journey into the wide and wonderful world of effective speaking. This is the entrance. This is the start. Folks, I hope that you found this episode helpful and stirring and that you can apply what you've learned to your own speaking. I look forward to bringing you another episode next time where I will unpack more leadership speaking golden nuggets. Until then, take care of yourselves, take care of others, and stay healthy and well. I look forward to talking to you soon again. Thanks for listening.